From pillar to post and coast to coast. This is a one-man gang. You're listening to a book. Hey, do you watch wrestling? Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to fight! Just one finishes his tenure on the show today. Not only that, his former valet, current wife, Sublime, also joins us. We talked to her about her training, her dropping out of training, and her impression of the surrounding circumstances. Johnny and I also talk about his son, Jay Reynolds, uh, appearing on this show, his relationship with Jay, and their subsequent relationship with a constant topic on here, Claude Prest. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, it is time to fight with Johnny Luscious and Sublime. Your wife-to-be, your girlfriend, became fiancé at this show. Yeah. Was she, is she a wrestling fan? We can get to that in a bit. Well, no, this is the, this is the time to get to it, buddy. <laughs> is it, you think? Yes. Why? Is, is there she something thought, I don't know about? She was part of the last class. She was part no, of the last class. Second last class. Second last class. Yeah, she was in at the same time as Matt, uh, uh, Matt Gray. Matt Gray and Rukin. I did not know that. Yeah. Okay. Until so there what... was an injury. She, uh, she got injured when she tried to. Uh, would you like to tell him about your injury? I, I well, will it's talk... part of the story. I will talk to Sublime. Hey, long time no talk. Hi, Sublime. How are you? Good. How are you? Doing wonderfully. So I was just saying, I I I had no idea that you did some training. Yeah, yeah, I did. It's uh, I, I did. I was in that that last class. I was one of the um the dropouts. Okay. So did did you listen to the podcast and take exception to something? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there were there were a few things that that I remember differently than the and and bear in mind I'm just kind of a bystander right because like I see all this from the outside I'm not involved in the drama I just kind of see it happening so okay there are a few things that I remember differently than than the people who were who were there so. okay such as and we're not throwing people under the bus here but no no know. God no no and I think a lot of it um, Johnny's already spoken to so okay. but yeah. I I was a part of that class, but I was I was like a minimal part of that class. So you know, uh, Matt and and Rukin really had they had the talent in that class. There was another guy named Stinky who was did not have talent, and most people don't remember him. <laughs> so what what happened to you? You injured yourself? Uh, oh no, it was Pukey. That's right. It wasn't Stinky. It was Pukey and Stinky. That's right. Um, <laughs> so yeah, no. What happened was. Um, so we were training one day and uh, Colin came in and he decided to just do a few things with us. And we were learning, uh, we were learning body slams that day. And so I, overall, I was, I'd actually been pretty good. I was in good shape at that point, but uh, we were doing pretty well. And um, 
And then I went to go take Colin up for a body slam. And I guess right before I'd done it, somebody had, he'd asked somebody, he's like, she ever done this before? And like, no, 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 we're learning. We're learning. We're learning. And he's like, well, how green. And he started asking around like how green we were, how soon into class we were and stuff like this. And anyways, so I don't, I don't know what happened, but you know, when you go up for a body slam, you kind of have to put, you've got like the one, the left arm over the shoulder and the the right arm kind of between the legs. Yeah. I think what happened is he froze because he thought that I was going to sack him. Oh, okay. And he didn't jump for me. Oh, okay. You were slamming. So him. I took 225 pounds of cock up on my shoulder. I basically tore my rotator cuff and pretty much every single muscle in my shoulder. And okay. that was, and being that it was my right shoulder, there was, there was nothing I could do. Yeah. So I had to drop. And did you, do you, you don't hold any hard feelings or do you? Oh, Jesus. No. Well, okay. Okay. I was pissed at Colin for a <laughs> okay. long time. Now okay. for, for, people can't and see Colin this. And Colin doesn't Pe- even remember it. So oh, p- people can't see this, but I can't see you, but I can hear you. I can still see Johnny. And I asked you, do you have any hard feelings? You're going, no, no, no. And Johnny is sitting there nodding his head adamantly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so, go ahead. <laughs> so 15 years on, I don't hold any ill will towards him, but I gotta say, while I was still actively in physiotherapy and debating having surgery for my for my rotator cuff, I hated the guy. Okay. And he doesn't even remember it. So. So how long until you got it fixed? I I didn't have it fixed. Oh, so it's not fixed to this day. No. Oh, so the I guess muscles I the muscles healed, but the yeah. rotator cuff didn't. So I guess that answers the question: If you ever considered going back to training. Uh, yeah, I, I still love it. And every once in a while, like when we're at a show, I really just want to get into the ring and do a flip bump because those were horrendous amounts of fun. And this guy here taught me how to arm drag. <laughs> it's a hard way. Okay. So I was having problems visualizing the movement, right? Because that's part of what you, you have to do when yes. you're about to go do something. And I just, I couldn't, for some reason, I couldn't conceptualize it. And uh, David kind of kept us separated for training because he's like, no, nah, I don't really need any domestic violence going on up in here. So let's just, you know, you work with somebody else. And okay. uh, so at one point, uh, Mark goes, okay, 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 enough of this. And he's like, Dave, I got to get in the ring. And Dave's like, okay, do what you got to do. Mark gets in the ring and he goes, you ready? And just as I'm about to say, yeah, he's like, boom. And I'm gone. Like, I don't even remember it happening. <laughs> How long did you train? Uh, I trained for, yeah, it was, it was a couple months until the injury happened. And oh, okay. And then I was out and then I just kind of helped in the background and behind the scenes and showed up to shows and did whatever they needed to me to do. Sold tickets, sold beer, whatever. Well, awesome. Because I, I don't think, well, I, I shouldn't say that. I was going to say, I don't think you and I really got to know each other, but that's wrong. Like you and I, you and I knew of each other. Yeah, no, we chatted a fair bit because, yeah. well, I'm, I remember your ex, so. Oh, that's not for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we're not going there. We're not going there. But I'm just saying, I remember, I remember your ex and I remember you through your ex and, and we saw each other at shows and stuff. So I, I didn't, I thought, I thought his ex was the one that was friends with my ex. Yeah, he's like that. That too. <laughs> that too. Everybody apparently, all of the women were friends with your ex. Oh, I, I, I'm sorry for all of you. <laughs> I'm <laughs> it's sorry. All good, man. It's I all really good. shouldn't see that. Say that. I really. It was a long time it. ago. It was a long time ago, and I am a firm believer that you know you gotta you gotta go through the woods to get to the clearing. So hundred percent. Exactly. All right. I, I well, mean, I had to go through a lot of jabronis to get to my Johnny Luscious. So you know. 
<laughs> Again, I can Your hear you. Is exactly what I'm I can going hear <laughs> you, but I see him, and <laughs> I had to go through a lot of jabronis to get to my Johnny. And he just shrugs his shoulders, like I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll pass you back to the luscious one. All right, thank you, Sublime. Nice talking Talk to you. Talk to you later. Okay, so the funny thing about that whole thing, talking to Sublime, or one of the one of the funny things is she talks with her hands, obviously. So as she's talking, but she's to not me, French. Every once in a while, her hand would appear in the picture. All right. So is there anything else that you take exception to or want to discuss as far as UWA, Battleground Academy, Dave Dalton, Chaz Lovely, anything like that? Uh, <clears throat> where do I finish? I mean, where do I start? You were asking, you know, who trained us. For the big part, when Dave was not in the ring, and it was Max Alexander. Okay. Max was always there. No matter what, he was there. Yeah. If he wasn't there, it was Tim. Okay. Right? There was always one of the older class or one of the, the previous class guys that had been through a lot of shows and stuff to help us out through our training. And, you know, I'm very thankful for that as well. So it was very nice of them to do what they did. They didn't have to. They really didn't have to. Yeah. They could have just told us, just oh, Dave's not here or Dave's busy or whatever. All right. So what is your... What is your impression with Dave? Like, what 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 is your legacy, I guess, with Dave, or your lasting with impression? Dave? Let's say um, it's a bit uh, for me. I have I've have tremendous respect for Dave. Like everybody else has a lot of respect. Well, okay, I'm going to not say like everybody else. Uh, some people did get feel they got cheated out of their you know their training. They got cheated out of this, cheated out of that. Um, for me, Dave is always. He's been a good friend. He's still a good friend to me. Uh, I mean, at in the end, it, it it was rough. We tried to encourage him to keep going. Uh, he explained the whole financial aspect and why he couldn't keep going with Battleground. You know, there was a question asked: How much did you guys pay per month? Did you guys pay per month? I can tell you, and I will back whatever John, whatever Donnie said. It's true. Dave straight up said he came in one time. And he said, hey, I need my money. I need my money. A couple of times, a couple of times, he kept getting the same you know, response, not getting paid. You can't keep the lights on on business if you don't have the money to do it. And then he had other issues in the back end that you know, just piled on top of each other. And it led to the, the closing of Battleground, Battleground Academy. Um, he, we had a good run. Uh, in the end, he had me back to do all three gimmicks. Uh, I, I did all the three. Uh, well, sorry. He had me back for three gimmicks. I did two gimmicks back to back during okay. that last show. <laughs> so he, you know, like, like, like Dave said to me, you know, I did what I could with you. Yeah. And that's what he had told me from the beginning. Mm -hmm. I didn't have any, you know, expectations all i wanted to do is be in the business get trained by somebody who's done it before um and, and then just be there and have a good time doing it all right so let's let's move on to the un i don't want to say the unfortunate part of the podcast but there are two points of contention that we do have to kind of discuss sure we have discussed how your son jay was on the podcast sure and that was and i said it that that okay let, i gotta back up a little bit more when jay showed up here in the niagara region he he reached out to me because he knew i lived here 
Yeah. And he, he had a story about how he had this huge falling out with his father. Yep. And I said, okay, that's unfortunate. But he, he and he did call on me a few times for help. I'm glad. Um, and I, I did, you know, out of loyalty to you and, you know, some loyalty to him because, you know, him and we, we discussed my ex like in, in Levity, um, her son and Jay, you know, even though there wasn't an age difference, they kind of came up together. They grew up a little bit together. So out of loyalty to you and loyalty to that, I did help him. That's fine. Um, whether it was financially, whether it was, um, you know, help uh, with, uh, with advice, personal, wrestling, professional, whatever. Um, so when I talked to him, he was starting to talk about how he was going to make, he, he was going, he was done his training and it was time to break out. So I put him on the podcast to get some eyes on him. And this is where I kind of feel like I owe you a little bit of an apology because now, number one, I did not bring him on to shit talk his father. I brought him on to to talk about he had this relationship with his wrestling father. He's wrestling himself. How is that translating? Like, why is this happening this way? Is it because he was always a wrestling fan? Is it because he's trying to say, fuck you, dad? Is it what? You know, but it was not, it wasn't him and I going to sit there like, yeah, your dad was a dickhead. And then, but I kind of try, because he was very, he was very um, non-committal to stuff when I talked to him. And I said, like, you know, and I said, like, well, you had this falling in with your father and he was kind of just like, well, you know, we, yeah, it, okay, well, you know, or, or, and I'm like, oh, so, you know, have you rectified things with your father? Yeah. And I'll I'd openly admit, I'm sitting there doing this interview and I'm just, which way am I supposed to fucking go? Like, <laughs> like you have this. And then I just finally, like, it was a battle for like half of it. And then I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just, so you're wrestling. How's that going? <laughs> and like, you know, is there any inspiration and stuff like that? So when you hear, because I think the end result was that Jay said you and him were on decent terms. You don't have to tell me if you guys are actually on decent terms or not, but it's kind of been a, a here and there. What what did you what did you think of the interview? Of the things he did say about you on the podcast. Oh, I you, see, I you seem to have a, a point of contention with it. Um, yeah, because I I don't believe that the information that was provided was accurate. How um, so? Well, first of all. Uh, I never, I never told him you never make it. Okay. Okay. So I had a conversation with him. I noticed that me talking to him is like a parent talking to a kid. It doesn't work. Yeah. I asked Dave to talk to him and say, tell. I said to Dave, Dave, talk to him, explain to him the whole deal with the business. Like, talk to him. Like, explain to him why, where I'm coming from, what I'm saying. It's not like you're not going to make it. You need a to have an education. You need to have a job, have a good job, pay for the training. Then, if you want to go in that direction, and you, you know what, I'm going to be a wrestler. But until you make it as a wrestler, you need to support yourself. Is what I said to him. Okay. 
And I told Dave, he wouldn't listen to me. So I said, told Dave, can you explain to him like what you had to go through? And Dave sat him down and said to him, listen, your dad's right. If you want to make it in the wrestling business, you're going to have to need an education. You're going to have to need, you know, to, to, to work, have a yeah. job. You have to have a plan B. And it's not that he's not going to make it. I'm, I'm sure if he puts his mind to it and he gets the, the, the right training and he puts a, a good effort into it, he could probably make it. I, I don't know. I can't tell. I'm not the one that's going to decide. Yeah. The industry is going to decide for him. Now, Jay also talked about how you came down here. You went to a show that he did. Mm-hmm. And then you and Chris Thorne had a disagreement or something? No. No. Now, did, did Jay say that? Do I remember Jay saying something about how you didn't like the way Chris Thorne was using him? Or So what, what that conversation the... didn't... That, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Okay, no, no, no. Go ahead. So I, I remember that part of it. And um, so before I came down, because again, he would ask, you, I think you had asked if I had seen any of his other match. He okay. showed me literally, he sent me videos of every single one of his matches. Okay. Okay. Then he said, hey, dad, you know, there's a show coming up. Do you mind coming down? I'm like, yeah, no, just no problem. Just tell me where to buy tickets and so on and so forth. So gave me Chris's information. So I contacted Chris and I said, hey, you know, listen, we're coming down. We're going to want to go see Jay and see, you know, your show. And we're going to pay the big bucks. We spent, you know, we paid the VIP price for whatever it was. And then Jay, after his show, he said, hey, how'd you find about the match? And this, that, and the other thing. I said, hey, it was, it was a good match. I mean, you know, it was decent. And then during our conversation, we were talking about what Chris had planned for him. I said, well, you know, it might be good if he's going to use you in a different capacity. Okay, how so? I mean, the way, the way Sean Mock was telling me, because Ollie, if I remember correctly, it was a squash match. He has squash match. And okay. he was telling me how Chris was going to have him do different things like tag teams and this, that, and the other thing. And I'm like, yeah, that's great. As long as he's having you do, you know, other things than just this. Yeah. Because that's your green. That's, you know what I mean? It's a starting mm-hmm. point. At no point that I say that it was, you know, crap or this or that. The only conversation me and Chris had was me offering to pay for for Jay's uh, monthly uh, monthly uh, training. Oh, okay. Jay didn't know about it. Oh, okay. And he's like, "Oh, well, why didn't you tell me that?" Because it wasn't. It had nothing to do with you. Yeah. Right. It was an arrangement that I had with Chris. Oh, okay. At no point did me and Chris get into it, have an argument, or I would never go to a promoter and to, to a promoter and say his show's garbage. That, yeah. That's not professional. That's completely unprofessional. Oh, for sure. Yeah, especially if I want to get back in the business at some point, I want to do work with this guy. Yeah. I mean, what Jay says to him, that's a different story. All right. Um, I really hate bringing up this guy. So many times in my podcast, especially well, he's a since, great guy. especially since I I have a message on my phone or on my Facebook saying I don't want my name to to come out on your podcast anymore, and I'm like, well, dude, people want to fucking talk about you. What can I say? Um, of course I'm Cloud talking pressed. about. Say, of course pressed. I'm talking about Claude Prest. Claude Prest. Um, Claude Prest. Claude Prest. Claude Prest. Claude Prest. Claude Prest. <laughs> 
What's his name again? Claude <laughs> Prest. <laughs> yeah, a, a Claude Prest, I think. I think we're gonna t- I think I'm Claude Prest. I have the message. Let me check if it's Claude Prest. Anyway. So this is where things get confusing. Why? <laughs> very, very good. No, okay. no, no. Hold on. Let me let me. This is where things get a little confusing. Number one. Um, I I think I talked about it during the UWA uh, reunion where I looked at an advertisement for an upcoming IWF show here in the Niagara region. And it's not a poster. It's not a poster on Kijiji. It's a picture of Johnny Luscious. Hey, why not? Okay. No, no. But I'm looking at it. I'm going, is that John? That, that's not Johnny Luscious. And then I read the the description. That's Johnny Luscious. Now, why that didn't make sense was because Jay is telling me about how. No, sorry. Claude is telling me how Chris Thorne's students are crap and they're nothing and they shouldn't be in a ring. So that's one thing. So now you're over here, but you're on good terms with your son. According to my podcast, you're on good terms with your son. And then I announce that Jay is going to be coming out on the show. Claude Press gets a hold of me and says, what kind of interview are you doing with, with Jay Reynolds? And I said, we're sitting there talking like him, me and his father used to run together well, it better be a respectful interview. And I'm like, why? Because he has said that all of Chris Thorne's students are shit. Why? And he goes, well, Jay is like a brother to me. I, I knew nothing about this. And then, okay, let's now let's just end on this. Let's put the period on this. Are you on good terms with Claude Press right now? I'm not on in, in bad terms with anybody, to be honest oh, okay. with us. Oh, okay. no, no. I mean, uh, so after UWA, uh, circa what, 2008, 2010 ish? Yeah, somewhere around somewhere that in time. Yeah. Near, 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 near DN. Yeah. Uh, so I got, I was invited to manage Claude Press and his partner at the CS, I think the CSC show in Rockland. Okay. By Max Alexander. So I did the the ring the, the ring management there, or the the managing gig there. And after that, um, that reminds me, you had contacted me for a show at one point, but then I, followed I it up. Have. I probably have. And th- but then you followed up with, "I'm sorry, I can't book you. Nobody wants to work with." You. Yes, I do actually remember that. Let me see. Actually, I think I might be able to go back and get that. Yeah, I remember you. <laughs> but I remember that, yes. I was getting ready to, to come down and do whatever, and like was, nobody wants to work with you. So that there was that <laughs> piece. Um, and then after that, I got trained by Max Alexander directly. He okay. had a school out of the MMA. Um, yeah, out of the MMA, Bushido MMA school out in Ottawa. So I got trained with him for a little bit. Uh, with the big Phil. <laughs> okay. Yes, Phil. Phil did some wrestling training, guys. He really did. <laughs> and he wasn't half bad. That's the that's the best part. He yeah. was actually really good at what he did. Um. So following that, I ended up at uh, Body Slammers. 
Oh, with uh, Wayne Kreiderman. Yeah, Wayne Kreiderman and the uh, uh, the Styles brothers. Oh, okay, yeah. To, to do some training with them. So yeah, so um, where was I going with that? I can't remember anymore. Well, uh, okay, you kind of put a Claude a, Price, Claude Press. Claude We're talking about Claude, yeah. But you okay. kind of put a little damper on it when you said no one wanted to work with me. I'm like, dude, it's not my fault. I wanted to have I'm you not, down. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not blaming you. Oh, okay. No, so going back now, going back to some of the things some people said to me at one point okay. is I could have came back. I could have came back to you and said, "Listen, what if I come down and have my own opponent?" You know what I mean? I had people willing, like you had a bunch of people that didn't want to work with me, yeah. and I know who they are, and that's okay. I respect their choices. It's, it's a free country after all. Yeah. Well, kind of. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, after the CSE show, uh, what else did I do? I do a couple of other things I can't remember off the top of my head. But I mean, it didn't it didn't die down there. And I worked, I, like I said, I worked for Rage Wrestling, um, not as a wrestler, obviously, because I was back in training. Mm-hmm. Uh, train with Pat, uh, Claude, Claude had, that's right. Claude has a cat, had a Castleman show that he invited me to, uh, actually the guy that I'm going to be managing, I think is the same guy. I managed, uh, I managed that guy for his, uh, his ring, okay. ring entrance or whatever that the match he had. So I've been still busy with the business over the years. Like people say, Oh, he only did four things. No, uh, Johnny did more than four things. Yeah. It's just that as a wrestler, I had really two match. Okay. In my career. So my, my relationship, I think my relationship is good with Claude. A lot of people say, don't work for him. I don't yeah. care who I work for. In the end, it doesn't matter who you work for. I don't even care if I'm paid. I have such a great job right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I want to do it because I enjoy the business. Like, we heard, we heard people talking about the respect for the business. Well, the respect for the business is showing up there even after you're trained and after you you apparently have graduated showing up setting up tearing down doing what you need to do for the business that's that's respect for the business yeah no not paying your dues after you're finished you finished graduating for whatever xyz reason or not setting up or tearing down and that six-sided ring let me tell you i can tell you a lot of stories about that six-sided ring because i was there when he tore it apart and we tried to put it back as a six-sided ring. Okay. I was there for the first show in Cornwall with that six-sided ring. And you should, Dave was, oh my God, Dave was all over the map when he was trying to put that together. But okay. yeah, my relationship with Claude is fine. I have okay. no problem and, with Claude. And I apologize. And I did, as you were talking, and I was listening, um, I scrolled back in our conversation here, and it was uh, a comment that you had ma- made. Man, everyone has something negative about others. Claude had such a chip on his shoulder what uh, what was that in reference to well when i said Claude, i talked to Claude about it too and he does he has a huge chip on his shoulder regarding the what people can say as him being screwed and, and honestly i'm not gonna say he got screwed i'm not gonna say he got screwed okay. what i'm gonna say is he paid for something i would have been the same way i would have been really angry actually at that time i stopped going to the battleground academy Okay. For the same reason Claude did. And it, it wasn't it wasn't Dave's fault. Dave had so much going on that he wasn't there. Yeah. Right? If you if you go to somebody and, and again, not knock anything down because I know what happened with Dave. I know what he was going through. You go you pay somebody to for training and it's not him training you. Yeah. That in somebody's eyes can seem like a screw, right? Mm-hmm. Like when I went when I went training with uh, with Wayne Kreiderman, if Wayne would have never been there and I gave him two grand, I would have been pissed. 
I would have been upset because, hey, I'm paying for you to train me. Yeah. And maybe saying that Claude had a chip on, has a chip on his shoulder, it might be too big, too too much of a word. But and I'll, and I'll say that to Claude as well. Like he has, he has a grudge that he needs to let go. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Like, not shitting on anybody, not you know being negative about anything. I have I have a lot of things. Ill, no ill will, but I have a lot of feelings. They're mixed feelings. I'm not a kid anymore. I don't have time to. You know, I don't have time to waste on things that could have, should have, didn't happen. Yeah, okay. I mentioned the fact that you told me that nobody wanted to work with. That was just one example. But mm-hmm. I mean, am I upset? No, I'm not upset about anything. I mean, did did was I disappointed at certain things? Absolutely. Do I hold it against against that person? Well, you mature. You stop holding things against people. You, you grow out of it. But honestly, you know. I don't blame the guy. I don't blame the guy for having that that issue. Yeah. Uh, he moved past. He moved past it. He was paying somebody to for a service that he wasn't getting. He was getting another service. Let's just put that that era was not the best. It wasn't the best. The best situation, right? Yeah. And uh, you know, there was mention of keys being made or people being having access. Dave trusted us all with a key. Yeah. To the Battlegrounds Academy, so that we would do the right thing. As far as Claude or whoever else or or, or, or or Sublime that was, you know, well, she was gone by that time. But whoever was there for training, if you're paying somebody for it, again, not blaming Dave. Not yeah. at all. Want to support this podcast? Follow it on the Twitter gimmick at Time to Fight Pod. Follow the host at Announcer Terry. I'm a ring announcer. I'm a damn good one. Visit our website, www.itstimetofight.ca. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, email us at timetofightpod at gmail.com. October 22nd to 24th, It's Time to Fight presents Wrestling with ALS 2021, a weekend full of wrestling podcasts from worldwide, a live wrestling show presented by Moonshine Branded Wrestling, stand-up comedy from members of the wrestling community, and much more. The whole thing will be live-streamed. The wrestling and comedy will be open to the public, and every dollar raised will benefit the ALS Society of Canada. Check out our website, www.itstimetofight.ca, for information, or email us at timetofightpod at gmail.com.